Well, it doesn't get much more Canadian than this TV show and our next guest, Battle of the Blades, the TV series that pairs hockey players with award-winning figure skaters, has some sow-cowing and a death spiraling in no time, is back this Thursday night on CBC, and keeping everyone in line, once again, a couple of guys uh, maybe you've heard of, Hockey Night in Canada host Ron McLean and world champion figure skater Kurt Browning. And both join us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Gentlemen, nice to see you both. Yeah. <laughs> That's my twin over there, Kurt. Now you be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. We Jeff. have been having some fun uh, today because, yes, uh, I don't know, wherever I go, Kurt, uh, everybody says, is that Ron, are you related to Ron? Sometimes they actually think I'm Ron, to which, uh, you know what, I've decided I'm not arguing anymore. I just take the selfie so and move on. If he gets a terrible cough uh, during a live episode of Battle of the Blades, we know who to yeah. go to to Who to come, in. yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Battle of the Blades, it's uh, debuting September the 19th. Uh, Kurt, tell us a bit about uh, what's different this time around in the sixth season. Well, um, the first few seasons we had uh, a lot of exciting stories uh, the charity aspect continues. I guess the biggest change is probably we've we've had Tessa Benam. We had one female hockey player before in all those years of, of Battle of Blades, but now we have two. So I, I think that the, that you know that's bringing an extra element of excitement and two big stars, Amanda Kessel and uh, we got um, Natalie Spooner as well. And so I think I think that's the biggest change uh, is is that. And Vanessa. Um, and from the figure skating world, we have Vanessa James, who's a pair skater, and she is the uh, French champion, the European champion. She came this close to becoming the world pairs champion, and had an, uh, she had a collision in the warm-up at the world championships. I, or I, I'm sure she'd be the world champion. Mm -hmm. So the fact is that she's still competing right now. So she's not retired from the competitive um, world. So it, it, we, I feel like we're getting, we're being, we're really current as to what's happening in both the world of hockey and figure skating. What's it like, Ron, doing this show? Because it looks like a lot of fun, it but is. it's also a competition too. Yeah, well, for the skaters, for sure. You yeah. see the competitive juices flowing, and uh, you know, Kurt could actually speak to the skating elements. But I can tell you that for me, Jeff, when Kurt and I do our little shticks, uh, <laughs> I can't hear the music. And uh, like you, I was a DJ, you know, so I, mm -hmm. I thought I would understand uh, music and uh, timing, but I don't. Uh, so Kurt's usually five, six, seven, eight, trying yeah. to guide me through it. And left, Ron, can't left. hear the music, can't breathe, can't smile. Yeah. Uh, all the things I normally think I bring to uh, my work, I can't find in the skates, especially the figure skates. So that's trauma for the hockey players, and uh, there's a lot of trust, and it's just beautiful to watch these two uh, arch enemies, these two mm -hmm. rival sports, uh, collaborate, men and women collaborate, uh, and that's the word for it. It's a, it's amazing collaboration. Have you ever put uh, Ron figure skates on? Because yeah. I did it for the first time earlier this year when we had Scott and Tessa with us uh, over oh, on the you? TV side, and uh, I got to tell you, it is so much different than hockey skates. It's crazy. Well, I shaved the jumping pick off, so there's, okay. uh, and I <laughs> the wear... The bottom pick, the one that you trip on. Yeah. I actually think I'm in pairs skates, because there's a difference between a dance skate and a pairs skate. Um, well, the pairs and the single skaters basically wear the same skate, but dancers have an open back so they can flex their toe more and have more ankle. Um, okay, would a goalie be a better figure skater, do you think, Kurt, because huh. that skate's a little longer, uh, I think, than the uh, player skate? Don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that it's mindset, too. If you're open-minded when you step on the ice and you're excited about the change, but if you're closed-minded and worried about it, it's kind of, it's kind of it becomes a negative situation instead of what might happen now. I mean, we've had Val Bure, who won it, stepped on the ice and hated his skates, and he, was, he hated the feeling of having no control. Uh, and he goes, I'm a good skater, and you can see footage of him. I'm a good skater. I don't know why I can't do this. And he got off the ice and phoned one of the representatives of Battle of the Blades and goes, I want more ice time tonight. And they're like, calm down. We'll see you at the rink tomorrow. <laughs> but these guys are competitive, like Ron said, and they, and they want to conquer 
the topic. They don't want to make fool themselves, and they have a partner that um, the men have to carry, and and the women could hurt their partner too. So big thing too, Jeff. You saw how hard it is. I, I remember I did a solo about a minute. 30 solo, that's all. Mm-hmm. And I was still out of breath. But I, I <laughs> couldn't resist the temptation to go too fast, too far. Uh, I was so out of Especially my Especially within the music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just so hard. Uh, we, we instinctively chase the puck, right? We go hard on the forecheck, and you can't do that when the song is dictating the tempo. So that that's a big challenge to overcome. Yeah, is it the old adage, Kurt, uh, you know, sometimes you got to let the game come to yeah. you, they say all the time. Is that true with figure skating? Uh, even more so, I think, because uh, the game is what dictates what you're going to do. The puck's over here. This guy just pulled my arm and slowed me down. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But in figure skating, you're supposed to control every second. And I think that that gets into the players' minds because... I told them one guy, that we're, we're on the van one day, and I said, hey, guys, what if you knew in Game 7, with 30 seconds left, you had to pop the puck over his stick, hop over, drag the puck, and then top shelf it in the left-hand corner? You could practice that for two years. But when it becomes in the moment, because you know you have to do it, you, you, you get tense. If mm-hmm. you don't know, you're just reacting. Right. And that's what figure skating is, and, and that's why they're standing there probably as scared as they are for Game 7 uh, of, of any part in their career. It's a completely new experiment. And when you watch that, you know it's real. You know the hockey players care. And, uh, and it's live television. Anything could happen. Yeah. Is that the other component here, Ron, the fact that it's live? Oh, I mean, we, we held <laughs> For meetings. all of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a judge. In the first <laughs> year, three days in advance of show one, Marie-France Dubray, a fantastic figure skater, was dropped by her hockey partner, Stéphane Richet, and hurt badly hospitalized and she woke up from the injuries and said to her partner Stefan don't worry about it Stefan this happens all the time in figure skating and from that moment on three days in advance of show one we held meetings and we went over contingencies what happens when somebody is seriously hurt on the live broadcast tonight what do we do and what we do is we taped the dress rehearsal at two in the afternoon and we would revert to those tapes of performances from earlier in the day while the paramedics and doctors did their thing on the ice. My Crazy goodness. stuff. So that's how we went into show one. Pins and needles thinking, oh God, somebody's going to you know, hit someone but, with, a uh, with a skate blade. Yeah. It hasn't so happened far, during yeah, the live show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on whatever this is. Getting it rare, yeah. <laughs> okay, Kurt's head. That's as close to wood as we got. Uh, Kurt, you mentioned you're a judge uh, this time around. Yes. Uh, what's that uh, like for you, having to actually judge the performances? Yeah, I judged the last season, but that was a long time ago. And, I, and to have the responsibility of deciding... Uh, which team works so hard to get here, and and I have to say goodbye to them, and they lose that chance of a hundred thousand dollars for their for their chosen charity, which isn't just a whimsical choice. It's it's from their life. Their you know they, they all have wonderful stories to tell, and so uh, we take it very seriously. And of course, Canada can vote as well. So the shows are on Thursday night. Canada can vote until Tuesday. And it's at cbc.ca backslash Battle of the Blades. And so um, if you don't agree with what the judges were saying, you have a chance to, to vote. And I think that the, the voting from home is, is really special. Everybody has a. I'm curious teams. to know because you spent your entire athletic career being judged. Mm-hmm. Does that affect uh, your judging at all, knowing uh, what it's like on the other side? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, but what I'm not is a pair person. I, I always skated alone. So my uh, judging gears more towards um, performance mm-hmm. and how you engaged me. Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer, who, of course, are dance Olympic gold medalists, 
are judging season uh, team. Sorry, I can do this. Show one, six, and seven. Mm -hmm. So together they'll have one vote. I hope they argue. That'll be fun. Um, <laughs> but they'll cater really to the pair uh, working together, and I think that we'll, together we'll be uh, good judges. Yeah. Uh, just before we go, uh, Rod, I'd like to ask you, because uh, not only is Battle of the Blades coming up, but hockey season, of course, is right around the corner. And uh, listen, we know how much you love the game. It's a very and busy how much man. <laughs> Canadians love you. Uh, and I always get the sense that... Uh, you know that really, you've got like a responsibility that right. you really represent hockey to a lot of Canadians. Uh, I mean, how cognizant, how aware are you of that? Well, you know, I think, Jeff, I don't know how it was for you, but for me, the greatest lesson in my broadcast career was to get out of myself, right? To understand, I had a boss kind of teach me that if you make the guest shine, you by extension will run. So mm -hmm. that was a great early lesson given to me. And then after that, I still battled like we all do. Self-conscious uh, behavior was uh, my diction good, was I clever or, yeah. you know, and, and that's kind of the wrong approach to be in. This is a gift to be the conduit, uh, to really elevate, to uh, engage the, everybody, the crowd and the competitor. So I, I feel a, a lucky position to be in. I, I obviously think of it as responsibility. You know, any of us in this gig, you can kid you've never worked a day in your life, but the truth is you've never had a moment off because it's always weighing on you the next word or the next performance. But I love it. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel that we all, as Canadians, have a great humility. We're all pretty good at considering the other person and you know like I say about our military we best when we fight for others that's why we're great peacekeepers too so it's a good it's a good place to be in to do shows like these that are Canadiana we'll call mm -hmm. it and uh, feel very blessed about that yeah well listen you carry that responsibility and you wear it well my friend Cheers, thank Jeff. you so much Rob McLean Kurt Browning Battle of the Blades September the 19th on CBC gentlemen pleasure thank you both cheers